another solid gold podcast. And it is yet again that time of the week where we have the two non-blondes. Can we call ourselves that? Do you remember the band before non-blondes, Jenny Baxter? <laughs> I do remember them. I think I don't remember what they sang. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll come. I'll start singing it to you when I remember. But anyway, yes. So Jenny is over in <sighs> Antibes in France, looking nice and warm with her scarf on. So obviously it's a bit chillier there today <laughs> as usual, and a bit chilly here in Johannesburg as well. I am Melanie Walker, and we are talking about what is happening in the world of SAPeople.com. So what is happening, Jenny Baxter? <laughs> Hello. Well, you tell me. I've um. Uh, you know, we've been um, reporting about it, but it seems that you have two states of disasters going on at the moment. We do. Um, but we've been loving all the humor that's come out of it. And um, somebody said on Facebook the other day on our SA People page, um, they said, you know, what you've got to love is it's in South Africans' blood to to be funny and find the humor in all our cups. Yep. You know, so. <laughs> I like that, yeah. But it's true. I mean, but I, I'm sitting here and thinking the only state of disaster is the fact that we have the government that is running it, running our country. <laughs> so that's the disaster, a total disaster. I mean, they should just give up while they're, well, I can't say while they're ahead, but I can't see it getting any better either. So, Do you know that apparently, according to an ANC internal poll, mm -hmm. They are currently only 10% ahead of the DA, which I find really hard to believe, but apparently. Well, um, that's what the DA said on. in a statement I was writing about yesterday. Um, but yeah, you've got two state of disasters, apart from the Melanie created one, <laughs> um, is the well, Melanie nominated ones. You didn't create the government. Um, the, the one is the load shedding. Yeah. that's been declared a state of disaster. And so now everybody's looking for a minister of electricity. Yes, I sent you that um, thing, didn't I? Where, in <laughs> fact, so the funny. head of the department is now going and, and putting that tweet out where yeah. the person is like the minister of, of electricity is standing there blowing things up. I mean, that is really sad where the person who's supposed to be fixing things is sort of <laughs> tweeting that kind of stuff to say, yeah, no, we know, but like, you know, okay, so go and do something instead of tweeting nonsense. There we go. Right. I so. Know. So funny, um, and 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 then I also saw people were suggesting that um, what's his name should do it. Derek Watts, yes, possibly purely because of his surname, yep. <laughs> but also he is pretty together. Um, Derek Watts from Carte Blanche, for anybody who didn't know. Um, and then you have another state of disaster, national state of disaster, it's like the water, which is uh, being declared this the floods, yeah, being declared this week, yeah. Well, so I didn't know. Um, I, I think that we should be happy. If the state of disaster was declared, it was. I don't know. I didn't. Did we hear that? I'd have. Well, I mean, I. You know me. I, I kind of like live in my own little world. Um, but yes, there's been <laughs> lots and lots of rain. I've been looking at the stuff coming in from Limpopo and Pumalanga specifically. But you know, I mean, if it's. <sighs> It's always a disaster if there's too much rain or too little rain. So yeah. um, I know yeah, that too much is a pain. And it, and it is what you said. It is La Nina that is uh, causing too much Yeah, too but much we're going to be going into El Nino soon, which means we're not going to have rain at all. So oh, I think okay. we so should keep be, it while you've got it. Keep it while you've got it, yeah. And Dance in the rain. Dance in it. Put on those wellies yeah. and go and jump in puddles. <laughs> That's one of my favorite and, things. 
and a big shout out to all those honorary rangers in the Kruger because, you know, the Kruger's really suffered with mm. the floods. Mm. Uh, a lot of people had to be evacuated. Even the staff had to be evacuated to safer places. I think it's the Crocodile and Olifants River that both flooded. Mm. Um, but a shout out to those honorary rangers who who got all the rubbish. I mean, they are trucks, you know, a, bigger than a bucky. I don't know what we call something that's bigger than a bucky. A truck? But, um, <laughs> a truck? <laughs> <laughs> with a huge heap of plastic mm. rubbish. Mm. You can't believe how much rubbish it got into uh, Oh, yeah, no, I can. I can totally believe it because I live mm. near the Spreit in Johannesburg and, and that's just whenever there's rain, everything comes down from Hillbrow through oh, the sluit. Yeah. So, and then, of course, that follows on. It goes to Hotterbeersburg and from the Hotterbeersburg, of course, goes through to Limpopo. But anyway, so if you see, I, I, I cannot stress this enough. When you're going out and you see rubbish, pick it up. Yeah. Even if it's on your front verge or whatever, don't think that there's somebody who's going to come around and tidy up the verge for you. Go and pick it up. Put it in a bin. Recycle it. Do something. Anything. Anything's good. Anyway, so, yeah, we, we find a lot of humor in the things that are going wrong. And, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people who get really, really stressed about, we've got no power, we've got no power. And they say, well, how do you deal with it? And I'm just like, I have solar lamps if it's nighttime. I have the rechargeable lamps, you know, so I can put those on. But um, I yeah, have a, yeah. I have um, a thing that keeps the Wi-Fi going for a couple of hours, which keeps the children happy, which is fine. Um, and frankly, you know, I don't really need electricity. <laughs> I mean, because I cook with gas. So there we go. <laughs> Cooking on gas. But Shane, there are a lot of people who unfortunately do need it. Yeah. So I do hope it all gets addressed really soon. And, and I think that the opposition politicians are, are really using the moment. Yeah. Um, Seize the moment. Uh, Yes, because, you know, it's the elections next year. So for South Africans in England, you're about to be bombarded um, this evening. The Oh, except it's, it's slightly different. Um, so first of all, Action SA next Wednesday will be in London. Um, <laughs> your best mate, Herman Mashaba. Yeah, the, will, the turncoat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, will be there talking about the state of the nation. Um, and then tonight... Uh, this should be really interesting for South Africans everywhere, actually, not just in England. Uh, everybody who has lost their South African citizenship or who doesn't even know that they've lost their South African citizenship, uh, go on to SA People and you will see details on how to register for a Zoom webinar on Wednesday evening, 15th of February, with Adrian Ruiz, who's from the DA. He's the Shadow Deputy Minister of Home Affairs. Mm -hmm. Um, the DA will be going on the 23rd of February to the Supreme Court of Appeal to try and get this overturned, um, this crazy law that came into being in, uh, we've spoken about yeah. it before, 1995. Um, there was no notification and, you know, over 25 years later, whatever it is, I don't know, uh, South Africans are still inadvertently losing their citizenship. Home Affairs claims they're doing it deliberately. We get hundreds of emails. People are devastated. They did not do it deliberately. They did not know they were going to lose it. And the insane thing mm. is that everyone who applies for a letter of retention before getting their second citizenship, which is the way that you have to do mm. it, so everyone who is informed and does it, they get accepted immediately. So it's it's a pointless exercise. It's 
just to make money. Yep. You know, so… Like renewing but, yeah. your driver's license every five years and you don't actually have to go and do the test. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> Honestly. That is crazy. So not even an eye test. No, you do an eye test. But, um, oh, yeah. but I mean, you don't get tested to see if you yeah. can still drive. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. it's just a money-making racket. I mean, all of those things. So, yeah, I, I mean, it is about time that somebody actually turned around and said, hey, this is not cool. Stop doing this, you know. Yeah. Um, and I like there were two points that were brought up. The one was um, people always say, oh, but you should know. You should have done your due diligence, blah, 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 blah. But one of the things is that the, the officials at the SA embassies have been giving the wrong advice yeah um and the other thing is that you can't judge people on um, uh, i don't know what the word is um kind of perfect human behavior mm. because most of us don't you know so rather put it in our face rather really tell us da 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 you know and make sure the notification goes out there and that all the South Africans know yeah. about it. Um, and and then, you know, a lot of South Africans back home say, oh, but you never lose your residency, so what's the big deal? And the big deal is that when you, the people who have gone back, mm-hmm. many of them have really battled to, even though they're residents, to get their permanent residency and to get their citizenship. Um, there was a guy who said on our page yesterday, he's already spent over 100,000 rand to try and get his permanent residency. He's been back in South Africa over five years living permanently. Um, so it's not, it's not easy. Ugh, no, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Anyway, let's get so, on to something more interesting. Even further. <laughs> <laughs> something good. Uh, what, what have you got here with Khaleesi? Oh, so it's the UK super vet. He's um, in the UK. He's there favorite favorite vet and he's mm-hmm. got a safari special coming up uh at the end of february the 23rd of february on channel four and he basically spent time in south africa mm-hmm. he went around to uh orphanages and sanctuaries you know so it's animals that really need help mm-hmm. and there's this little orphaned rhino who i think hyenas had attacked and they had like destroyed his right foot his front right foot and we've Is this all been the one that follow- they made the prosthetic? <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. And it's the first. So we've been following him for years and, he, and he's had all kinds of things to try and, you know, walk normally. Mm, mm. And now it's the first little rhino foot prosthetic in the world. <laughs> and um, and <laughs> you say, the way you said that, it's like, Jenny, oh, my goodness, it's just so <laughs> cute. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know what, you know, with Tara and her mm. prosthetic, I know what it's like getting a prosthetic and having that freedom to walk. Mm. Well, via her, I know. Um, so, so the UK super vet is Prof Noel Fitzpatrick and um, – and he took part in it and, and you know, his expertise has helped mm. to make a little dream come true for Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Khaleesi didn't know. <laughs> okay, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, that just made me happy. All right. So what news have you got in from expats? Well, from Turkey, there has been, um, uh, you've probably heard Mm. the amazing news about the South African police services dogs who managed to sniff, you know, they were sent to Turkey Mm. along with Gift of the Givers and they managed to 
um, sniff a woman, an eight-year-old woman who was detected, sniffer, um, who was still alive. Mm. And so she's been rescued. And there may still be another couple of people that they think are also in that rubble alive. Mm. Um, and then Kasim Borat, remember I told you he's from Gift of the Givers and we're sort of following him and his story from there. Mm. And he just said, he said the kindness of the people whose buildings have fallen like pancakes, you know, is, mm. is just amazing. So um, a couple of days ago, the South Africans are staying at a stadium and it is freezing cold, you know, so they're camping there. And so they went to go and buy wood and coal to try and make fires in the evening. And um, they kind of hitched a ride with some random bucky guy mm. who'd lost his house. He took them to a shop that had been closed down because it was destroyed. They found the shopkeeper. The, altogether, they got $100 worth of um, wood and coal. Mm. The bucky driver took them back. The bucky was full, took them back, and he said to the guy you know, um, let us pay you the $100 and plus for the, you know, taxiing us. And apparently the guy turned around and he said, no, please don't give us the money. Please rather pay us by praying for me and my family. So um, please send out lots of prayers for lots of people in Turkey mm -hmm. and Syria, yeah. devastated yeah. by the earthquake. And this is the one thing I was, I was explaining to a couple of people that – you know, we sit here and we're bemoaning the fact that we have issues here. We don't have electricity, this, that, and the other. And I sit there and I think, you know what? Your lives could be so much worse. Think about how awesome our yeah. lives are. What you've got, be thankful for it. Anyhow, now, so, we're going to talk about something now, now. <laughs> <laughs> or we're going to talk about it just now. <laughs> I think we should do it now. <laughs> it is such a South African thing. Um, I was trying to explain yeah. as well about, you know, um, in England, we say um, just now. Oh, I saw him just now, which means I saw him a little mm. while ago. If we say I'm going to do it yeah. just now, it can either be I'm going to do it just now, which means any time between now and eternity, or I did it just now. I saw him just now. <laughs> or just now. We're going to do <laughs> yeah. it like, and what is now now? No, I'm going to do it now now. Now now. It means like quicker yeah. than just now. So what, <laughs> there was somebody that you had who was a Dutch expat, Yvonne in the bush, who was explaining this yeah, on your brilliant. site, yeah? She is so brilliant, and I, and I think for everyone around the world, it's a wonderful way of staying in touch with South Africa because she's she's on a game reserve in KwaZulu Natal, and um and you know a proper foreigner getting to grips with South Africa, hmm. and everybody who's ever moved abroad knows people get so frustrated with us when we say, oh yeah yeah, yeah I'll be there now now I'll be there just now and yeah. they like. They wait. They they walk outside the door and wait for us. And it's like, oh. No, no. No, no. Was so, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. So she's done. Uh, to me, her explanation of what mm. now, 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 and just now are, are perfect. Because I think it's always easier for someone on the outside who ha has to quickly learn and interpret meanings, you know, than us trying to explain. Although you did a pretty good job. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's so many different <laughs> things we can put in yeah yeah okay so just now we'll be talking about that too all right so what local good news have you been finding here that might be of interest to our listeners today um well kind of funny funny and i'm not so sure was um cape town mayor jordan hill lewis who mm. didn't hold back a uh, russian warship on its way to durban you know they've got that. the naval exercises <laughs> Didn't hold back. I, I saw, saw that. I was like, you go, boy, you go. Yeah. 
no. So, so he tweeted, well, first of all, the Russian consulate tweeted how wonderful that Cape Town was hosting this warship. And and he was like, we are not hosting your your warship. Move on, mate. No, get um, out of here. Yeah, and Futsack. he, he used, Futsack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you know, you know, he said Futsack, but he also said something even more. Um, I don't know, sweary. I don't know what the <laughs> uh, okay. Which 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 was those letters R W S G F Y, which I think went over most South Africans' heads. I know what G F Y is. Saying. Yeah, and RWS is Russian warship. Oh, it's Russian warship. Okay, GFY. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so they have GFY'd and um, are on their way off to, or they have footsacked, um, and they are they are <laughs> they they they're getting close to Durban, Richards Bay, where they're going to be doing those naval drills. Um, until the 27th of February, I think. Mm-hmm. Already Pierre, Pierre de Chamois, I remember he yes. was a, um, well, he was our mate. I grew up with him, but he was a famous <laughs> singer in South Africa at some point. And, um, <laughs> Pierre, Pierre was saying yesterday, um, they could hear the planes going over getting ready for this whole thing. And then, um, somebody else wrote, it was just the way they wrote it. They went, Oh, those Russians. Um, but it's, it is just. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um, apparently, but it's a scene there. But it was also, I mean, somebody has been putting up, um, it was Tat Wolfen, who's a, um, a critic when it comes to movies and things like that, and critical of everything else, actually, <laughs> if I think about dear old Tat. <laughs> but he was just saying how Russia actually, as a workable country with its taxes and state and whatever, although, we, I mean, a lot of it leaves a lot to be desired, is actually kind of quite successful. Oh. Unfortunately, the people who follow Russia don't follow those ideals in how to actually run a country. But no, no, we want them running a country like they do in Russia either or going and invading. I mean, <laughs> do we have even have an, ar- an army here that could go and invade anything? I don't know. Well, yeah, the army's in Mozambique. We, we've, we've got people yes. from our army in Mozambique. And, and our army is actually going somewhere in the next week or two to take part in something international. Well, the army's hiding up some minister's sleevey as far as I'm concerned. Right. Okay, so now I see that a lot of people have been talking about Richard Quest and I keep on going, who is this person? What is this Richard Quest? What is, who, why? What? Okay, I mean, so it's not a name that I kind of know or is he an influencer yeah. or something like that? It's huger than that. He's he's on CNN Business News and he so so like when you have Davos, things like that, mm-hmm. he's there. He's he's CNN's one of CNN's main business guys. Mm-hmm. He also has a program called Quest World of Wonder, mm-hmm. which is more a travel thing. But on the business side, so he went to South Africa and South Africans are in love with him because he said the most brilliant things about um South Africa, you might have your problems, but you are the friendliest, most warm, welcoming, beautiful country in the world. Yeah, well, that's true. Which is a huge thing coming from from somebody who travels so much. However, he was very good at making a distinction mm. between the beautiful people, the conversations, the culture, the, uh, I think he said, yeah, beauty around every corner, blah, 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 blah. And the government. 
and he sort of tweeted out to Ramaphosa and said, next time we have to talk. And while he was there, he did interviews with business people and uh, tourism people mm. about the devastating impact of load shedding. And, uh, you know, and he just said, it's unbelievable, not how you can run a country that you're hoping is, is going to, you know, play in, in first world mm. um, stages kind of thing, you know, arenas. Didn't, didn't we used to be a first world country? You know what I loved about what Richard Chris said, sorry, I'm just taking you away, is um, he got to his hotel in South Africa within half an hour, the load shedding struck. Yeah. So, so he really did experience it. Um, but he took a photo in the morning and um, of, of, you know, the iconic Table Mountain. And it, and it was like, ah, there's a mountain spoiling my view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that mountain is really quite a hard thing when it comes to the fact that you sometimes just don't get reception from one side of the city to the That's other true. when it comes to phones. I know. That's and then, very frustrating. And then it was so cute. Everybody was tweeting him saying, you know, next time you've got to come visit us, come visit us. And, and then even Lion's Head tweeted him saying we were here the whole time spotted <laughs> them but um but on back to state of disaster a lot of people said richard quest should apply for the one billion rand um tourism budget you know instead of them giving it to hotspurs to tottenham hotspurs um they should give it to him and and somebody else rightly pointed out that you know instead of spending money outside of south africa mm. Um, rather spend it in South Africa Absolutely. so that people like Richard come and gush about the country. Exactly. You know? I have no idea what planet those people who work in the tourism department here in South Africa, or the Minister of Tourism, whoever it happens to be this week, I have no idea what planet they, they have been. Maybe they've been down to Pondoland and been smoking some of that good stuff because seriously, <laughs> what were they thinking? I mean, that's just like created absolute nightmare. But anyway, so what are the other good news things? I mean, I just I did see that you had something. And for those of us who are celebrating, as today is February the 15th, it's Singles Awareness <laughs> Day here and well, across the world, okay, because some of us don't do that. Does it do have to be awareness? Can it not be celebratory? But because we celebrate being single, yes. Okay. Some, okay. You know, some people think that, oh, well, your life can't be complete unless you have another person in it. Um, well, we all have people in our lives. We just don't have one that's a romantic partner. My, my primary relationship, of course, is with my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I think Valentine's Day, I feel like the whole world, but particularly South Africa, went out of their way to spread a lot of love yesterday. Um, there was the most brilliant, um, you, you, you know, Sally, uh, Mari, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> we'll get has, there eventually. <laughs> that, that, that. Miley Cyrus, has, yes. Has, has that brilliant video, It's So Empowering, Flowers. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's on SA People, but I'll send it to you afterwards. And it's so empowering and it's all about nobody can love me better than me, mm, you know. Mm. And then this South African comedian, he did a video yesterday, which was, um, I, can, I can like you better than ESCOM can. And I won't bring you flowers, but I will bring you candles. Um, and it, it's so, so good. Uh, there was that. There were, there were all the 
Don't bring me flowers. Bring me a generator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I they want solar. <laughs> oh, no. There was solar stuff. And, and then, you know, Lyft Airline. Yeah. They did a beautiful thing, which is uh, from Johannesburg to Cape Town on one of those flights. They gave everybody flowers. Um, Chockies. What else do you get? Chocolates. Yes. What else do you get on Valentine's Day? I've forgotten. It's been so long. Thank you. And then they also had um, a comedian on board mm. and a saxophonist. Oh, lovely. So, Serenading what people. What a lovely flight. And, and, you know, here, Cassie and I were walking through on Teeb and um, they had done the same thing here. There was this so beautiful. Oh, you saw, I posted a photo yesterday. They were handing out roses Aww. to all of us. Lovely. Yeah. What a lovely village. Yes. What a great Come village. and visit. I'm going Come to. I'm going to. <laughs> okay. And, of course, uh, this past weekend was Midmar, and the amount of people I know who actually went and swam the Midmar and their kids who swam it. And it was, like, really, it's one. It's just such an amazing race and the amount of kind of good feeling that comes around it as well. Yeah, so beautiful. Um, I mean, and apart from the main winners, mm. um, for me, one of the best stories was 76-year-old guy who has done it, you know, because because this weekend they were celebrating the 50th Midmar Mile. Mm, mm. He's done every single one. Wow. Can you can you believe that? So he's done all 50. And, and when he swam at this time, he, instead of swimming alone, he had a friend on either side of him, because normally he zigzags. So his friends kept him on the straight and narrow. <laughs> um, and both friends had also swam it the very on the very first one fifty years before. And who's who's this guy? What's his name? Uh, Mark Pengeli. Pengeli. Okay. All yeah, right. yeah. And he, and he'll do it again next year. Well, he said he'll pitch up. He's not sure if he'll do it, but he'll pitch up next year. Well, I think that all of them deserve a bells. Ding ding. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, what have we got in the way of entertainment? And of course, this is the part that really, really enjoy. We're having a discussion this morning as to. You know, whether we should have DSTV, if you have DSTV now, Showmax, Netflix. These days, I mean, I'm sitting there and thinking, well, I need to get my DSTV PVR fixed, but I don't want to take it into there because then they give you a new one. And, of course, I have all my shows recorded on there, so I just need to get it fixed. But there's so much that we can watch that, I mean, we're spoiled for choice at the moment, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and they are putting their prices up next month. Mm -hmm. But it's less than was predicted and less than normal. It's less than, it's like a 4.25% increase or something, mm -hmm. the annual increase. Um, and then remember, we've spoken about this, that Showmax special on until about the 3rd or 6th of March yeah. to get the two months for the price of one. And I was thinking, you're a loyal customer, so you should get it too. Yeah, one would think. One would yeah. think. I mean, I've been with DSTV since it first started, you know. And it was yeah. just it was just Mnet, <laughs> but anyway. So there are some really good things on, and I know that um, Dumb season two, and that's D A M, not Dumb as in Dumber and Dumber. Okay, <laughs> it's a South African show. Um, then somebody else that put up. That starts on Thursday. Yeah, it starts season two starts. But then I saw somebody yeah. else had put. Um, it's on Netflix. Um, another uh, something South shot African? in South Africa, and I've got yeah. it. I can't remember. 
you know me and my brain. I have no brain. Okay, I'll tell you about something else. Okay, and see if you can remember. Um, so I can't wait to watch this. It is Girl Taken, mm. and it has apparently been filmed really, really um, sensitively and not sensationally. It's it's that true story about a girl who was stolen in Cape Town as a baby and for 17 years her parents searched for her. Yeah. And then when one of their daughters went to high school, somebody said, oh, you look a lot like that other girl. And it turned out she'd been living just down the road kind of thing. Um, and when they went to – when the mother who had stolen her mm. – the non-biological mother had stolen her. You know, when it all went to trial and everything, it was all so upsetting that the girl herself then chose that family, her, the family that stole her. So, you know, her real parents have gone through the heartbreak twice of her being yeah. stolen as a baby and then choosing the thieves. Oh, so, um, I found it. New season of Kings of Joburg. Kings of Joburg. Yeah, on Netflix. Okay, I'll write that down. Yeah, so I'm going to, I thought I'll have a look because apparently um, the people who have watched it said it's absolutely brilliant. Fantastic. Right. And, okay. and who are the kings? Do we know? I don't know. You're going to have to watch. Okay. Okay, we'll report <laughs> back next week. We will do that indeed. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff that we can watch, a lot of great South African stuff. And whenever I go anywhere, of course, I tell everybody, don't forget that you need to watch. Oh, 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 our favorite. Yes. <gasps> oh, Donkerboss. Yeah. I'm still telling everybody. So good. So, um, by the way, Friday, yeah. Friday the 17th is yeah. Flip Flop Day. Um, and it's um, the Chalk Foundation, which is the Childhood Cancer Foundation. And the cows are always involved. In it, and they do like those big rides and they dress up like cows. And they do the yeah. They were at the Midmar as well. So they do all of these events around the country. But they are um, raising awareness um, for flip-flop day. So I was sitting and thinking, well, I wear flip-flops every single day <laughs> because it's just <laughs> me. But um, I'm thinking, seeing as we, we chat so much to Nick Dreher from um, uh, Feltskun, of course, why not get a pair of pluckies? And of course, if you're in Cape Town, you can pop down to Camps Bay and go and get a specifically wonderful pair of dedicated Camps Bay pluckies um, at, um, I, I can't remember what Steve, uh, Steve's restaurant is, but if you go into the restaurants and, and places along in Camps Ask Bay. Steve. <laughs> Ask for Steve. Hey, Steve. I'm here, Steve. What's got? But um, yeah, why go go and and buy flip flops if you don't have them, or buy pluckies, um, and then you can go to the website, which is chalk.org.za forward slash flip flop day. And so, you know, go just flip flop day and go and get a ticket. And all of that money, of course, goes towards helping kids who've got cancer. And that's something that's very close to my heart. I've been working with them on and off for years and years and years um, from the good old days back in the oncology, children's oncology unit at the Joburg Gen, as it was still then with Sadie Cutland, who was just the most amazing woman. Yeah, um, so, yeah, get out there. Think about what you can do for other people. And that's one of the things. OK, so what have you got coming up that is going to make the news stories for SAPeople.com this coming week? Well, because, um, you know, the floods are expected to continue until Friday the 17th, um, we've got, just came in now, this morning, some incredible, you know, more incredible footage mm -hmm. and photos from the um, Lofeld Botanical Garden, where it's 
they've seen incredible flooding. Mm. However, a big shout out to everybody around the country because it's other places, you know, it's not just um, up there that's been affected. It's mm. KwaZulu-Natal and uh, North, North something. Northern Cape. What <laughs> they have Sorry. rain in the Northern Cape? <laughs> no, 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 no. In fact, shame. I mean, there are places that are, we are really battling. <sighs> what can we say? I'll be looking forward to seeing those pictures, and um, I know that I mean for the people and who videos are, and videos, of course. Um, if you are traveling, go please just, especially if you're going up to the Kruger and those kind of areas, just check on where on on which roads and which gates are actually still navigable <laughs> would be use that take a boat <laughs> canoe it <laughs> jane as always it's fantastic to chat to you we will catch up with you again next week of course if you have some great hot woman stories that you'd like to share with sapeople.com you can get onto the facebook page or get hold of jenny via the site sapeople.com see you again next week lovely thank you bye now bye you've been listening to another solid gold podcast mm-hmm.